Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Lee Cantor here with Stone Payton, another episode of GSUENI Radio, broadcasting live from Georgia State University in the Entrepreneurship and Innovation Institute headquarters, Stone. Hey, man, this is the one we've been looking for. We've been broadcasting live all day down here at GSU, caught up with some old friends, made some new ones, and like every time we've been here before, just um, so many bright, passionate folks doing some really interesting stuff. This final episode today is going to be no exception. We've got a studio full. First up on this episode, please join me in welcoming to the broadcast. We've got the creative director, Ron Emil, and the CEO and founder, Daniel Fitch, with Natural Leaders Media. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about Natural Leaders Media. How are you serving folks? We serve folks with video production, content creation, script writing, and copywriting. And who are your clients? Businesses that have zero to no visibility or businesses that want to up the ante with their video production and create videos that tell their story. And uh, how did you guys get started? Uh, how did we get started? Well, 2011, I started a distribution company. I am actually a serial entrepreneur, so I have delved into many different ventures prior to this. Video uh, is a passion of mine, telling stories, and I said, uh, I'm not working corporate anymore. How am so I going to make real money? Job? I had a real job and a real <laughs> boss that was uh, in what a industry? real boss. What industry? Actually, the last corporate job I had was with Three Ring Studios, which is uh, I was director of operations of an up-and-coming studio build that never got built. Like a um, movie production, a film movie, production? Yes, yes, yes. It was, uh, they were slated to build seven... 45,000 square feet buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, so that was my last corporate job. Uh, and people, I was, people don't quit uh, jobs. They quit bosses. Did you have a boss problem? Well, <laughs> he's on the record yeah. here, man. Yeah. He's on the record. Fitch. <laughs> Proceed with caution. Right, right, right. right. With well, lean I into had that money, how, how about I had a money problem? <laughs> there you go. I had a money uh, 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 situation. Um, I advanced in title. Mm-hmm. But the pay did not keep pace with the title and the duties mm. and responsibilities that I had. Sounds like the radio business. Really? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so now that you own your own business, now you traded one boss for all your clients or bosses now, right? So to speak. Yeah. yeah when you, so when you're dealing with clients, you know, they're definitely, um, the client knows best. <laughs> what you got to be able to uh, do is, um, work with them and work with their vision and see what you can do realistically. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is about parameters and being pragmatic, even creativity. So to walk me through what an engagement looks like, say I, I'm a company that I come to you and I need your help. What's the first conversation look like? Well, first we, we have a questionnaire. Or Lean request. into that mic, buddy. We have a questionnaire or request for proposal on our website, naturalleadersmedia.com. Mm-hmm. And um, what you do is basically it's a, a various questions that we ask. For instance, who are your biggest competitors? What are the goals of your company? What's your budget? What's your budget? That's a huge That one, sounds right? like an important thing. For <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's some scar tissue behind not asking that question at some right, point. Right, right, right. In, in budget um, on the website, the capital B and the T is capitalized mm-hmm. on budget. It's, B, it's budget. <laughs> right. you know, we, we lean into the mic with budget. And so, not, so there's no budging. <laughs> there's no budging on the budget. No, well, we're, um, we're a budget-specific company. Which means if you come to a come with us, come to us with a um, a proposal or or something that you want created, whether you have five thousand, ten thousand, one thousand, we'll see what we could realistically do for you for that budget. You mean, right. We don't want to turn any work down. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially if you're passionate about something, we could be equally as passionate about any creative. And the pain I'm having is that I don't have any video presence or I don't have enough presence. That is the exact pain. And also with that question, one of the key things is really getting the story of that business and, and translating that story to the world. I think that's what's most important uh, uh, with these businesses that I'm finding when we do sit down with them is that their story is just not heard. They may have a fantastic product, a fantastic service, but nobody knows the story. And, and a lot of these CEOs or, or directors of marketing 
they want to tell that story, especially in in a video capacity where you can look back at it and you know it's like, wow, that's me. I look good on camera. So now, is your story that you're helping them tell? Is it the origin story? Is it the mission story? Is it the why story? Like it what varies. Are- it varies. It, it all depends on that person. You know, what I mean, each each person's story. And each, each person's jumping off point or the story they may want to convey is going to be different. Some people may want to tell an origin story. Some people want to maybe want to tell um, a, a story of what they're doing now, what's innovative about them. So it all depends on what that client, the story they want to tell. And, that, and we, we cater that story to their audience. So we and also within that questionnaire is like, well, who's your audience? Who are you looking to market to? And that will help them conceptually create the story that the audience needs to hear. And then are you finding that um, your clients can articulate this or is this something that you have to draw out of them? Both. We, we you know, because we, what we do in our process, if we came to you and, you know, or we came to EcoDrop, you know, we would find out like who they want to speak to. So we will gra- draft a script in front of them, mm-hmm. storyboard and all. So that way when we get ready to shoot it, it's pretty seamless, you know, um, and also they can see the steps. So some people want are hands on, you know, want to get involved in the whole process. Others are like, no, it's just, just send it to me. Right. Let's shoot. When are we shooting? You know. And then what is kind of a reasonable amount of time to produce a video? It all depends. It, really the budget, all depends. it goes back to the budget. It goes back to the budget. <laughs> Don't forget the T. But it, it goes, it goes, it really depends. Cause you could have something that's animation. You could have something that, you know, is a documentary. So style. it's not just film or, or oh, no. video. It could oh, be no, any no, no, form. No. Yes. The, a client we have right now, we're doing animation for them. Motion graphics the and motion animation, graphic. you know? Um, so, no, it, it doesn't matter. And so we don't, you have that capability in house or are you subcontracting that we, out? We subcontract it out, you know, cause at the, at the gist of it, we're storytellers. We're producers. You know what I mean? So we're able to get the talent and put together the team that needs to get things done. Now, part of your story is to talk about leadership. Yes, sir. Yes. How did that come about? Um, I would say that came about with an African-American community is not a lot of quote unquote, say leaders is what the trope is. And I don't find it. You know, we're down the street from MLK. Indeed. Indeed. Well, well, he's virus. That's a notorious leader, right? Like everybody in the world knows that he's a leader, but I'm talking about young people that have greatness within them. I'm a student, a former student of Georgia state. I came back at 37 years old and I met some fantastic, diverse, not just African-American, diverse students that are leaders and didn't know it. You know, um, I did a cat, I did a short film on campus with 25 students non-paid <laughs> so getting them motivated you to didn't come know in. about the budget program yeah, that you guys budget. Had <laughs> before he met ron <laughs> right yeah. right that was definitely before <laughs> pre-ron trust me yeah I would, he wouldn't probably be my creative director if there wasn't budgets <laughs> but um yeah i mean and i found that with with a lot of the students that they just didn't they just needed that push to know that they're leaders and they can influence other people so my my responsibility i feel is that to be a leader i have to find leaders and leaders that provide services provide products that help people i love to help folks if any way capacity that i can even uh, without a budget sometimes 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 i mean uh, we do in-kind stuff yeah absolutely yeah we do stuff we we do stuff it's not always about money it's about you know telling it because we're storytellers at the end of it like today like i said we're storytellers so but once you create something Mm -hmm. You can distribute them in all kinds of ways, right? There's nowadays more so than ever before. You can take that explainer video or that 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 talking head video or whatever you've you've created, and you can just put it on a multitude of platforms and use a variety of channels to reach very specific audiences, right? That means there's virtually no limit to it once you've got a good piece of content that communicates what you feel like you need and want to say to that constituency. Yes, sir. I mean, and the thing about it is that it always goes down to what the story is. It starts there. And if people can't connect to what it is, then they're not gonna, like even it could be a vine, even though vines not around anymore. <laughs> but it, 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 could it could be, be on Instagram. It could TikTok's be TikTok. The new vine. It could be TikTok. It could be on Facebook. It could be, you know, traditional media because some people a lot of people still consume traditional media. You know, people watch WSB. You know, what I mean, it just depends on what your audience is and what you want to say. And you're right, sir. You can blast off from there. So now what about in storytelling? Is this, are you using kind of these ageless storytelling um, techniques that have 
where there's a hero, there's a, a problem that has to be overcome. Or is that some of the ways that you tell the story or is there a new modern way to tell stories nowadays? No, but I think, I think like one of our creative, I mean, uh, competitive advantages is we take each commercial like it's a film, like it's a feature film. I love doing branding commercials, but my passion would be to create a feature film. Right. So what we do, if I sat down with Eco Drop, we would get their story. Man, you're really working. The yeah, Eco working Eco Drop. They're right here. And why not? You know, why gotta, not? You know that's branding. <laughs> that is branding. Now you, know. you guys know why you were invited. Hey. Did you bring your checkbook? <laughs> well, Savannah, who are you with? Angel assistance. Angel assistance. Angel assistance. Well, if we're sitting down with angel assistance, um, what we will do. Sorry, Eco Drop, you're out. Right. <laughs> um, we create a commercial that's a movie, right? So it's, we would like to try to get a little cinematic with it. That way we can have some fun with it. Like it depends if, 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 if Savannah wants to do that, the client wants to do that, then we'll do that, you know, but I feel like that is one of our creative niches and also active listening techniques. So we really are listening. We're listeners first when it comes to this, that way we can get the whole story in clarity, full clarity and be able to project it on a motion picture. Now, Ron, what's your entrepreneurial journey? Well, I started um, my entrepreneurial journey right here at Georgia State University in the Office of African-American Student Services and Programs. There was this huge office with all these resources there. And so one time um, there was a flyer sitting on the desk and it said um, the NAACP was having a rally for Gennaro Wilson. Do you guys remember that case out in Douglasville, that statutory rape case with those yeah. young guys out there? I saw a flyer for that and I contacted the NAACP and said, hey, I'm a student here at Georgia State. I would love to do a PSA. They was like, yeah, we got a budget. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> And I'm gonna get paid too. That's where you learn that word. That's where you learn budget. I had never written. I had never written copy before. I had never directed. I had never edited. I had never done none of this stuff. I did it the first time, and I ended up becoming an ad buyer. And the person that I bought the ad from on Comcast ended up started feeding me commercials, and that's how I got started doing commercials. Wow! And you know, and Natural Leaders Media isn't just a commercial company. We do commercials. That's that's our bread and butter. But we also do documentaries. We do films. Um, I act at Dad's Garage full time. I know that's more theater. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. Um, so we we're storytellers at our core, and we just use the medium of commercials to, you know, get paid as well as tell good stories. Right. You know what I mean. So yeah. So then, uh, so Georgia State was kind of instrumental. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was accidentally instrumental. Accident- <laughs> I mean, they've given they, Georgia State gave me retention scholarships. You know, um, the person that uh, Dr. Derby whose office we was out of, she gave me money to do my first feature film. I mean, Georgia State has been a godsend for me. I mean, what year was it built? Uh, <laughs> whatever year it was built, it was, it was a blessing to me. I mean, so, you know, yeah, Same Georgia here. State. And so then you've been, been able to, to kind of tap into the Main Street Entrepreneurship Seed Fund as well? Yes, definitely, and that, which is a great thing. That's something that Fitch found. I'll let him speak on that. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I mean, kudos to Georgia State, man. Like, Georgia State changed my life. Really? Uh, you know, I mean, because you were so down corny. a path, right? That wasn't Georgia State oriented. No, not at all. I was a mortgage loan officer. <laughs> and, so, um, so my background is in is in mortgage and real estate. Like I did fourteen, not did. I spent fourteen years doing um, as a loan officer, right? A residential loan officer, and there I had a boss from HELL, <laughs> and um, I can remember crying in my office, and like I don't he was. A quick example, quick story. My birthday is December 29th, and I asked for him off the 30th, all the way through New Year's. Right. My boss, right? So he's like, this is probably like on the 25th-ish somewhere. Not even 20, that's, that's Christmas. Uh, so like, let's go, I don't know, 22nd, something like right. that. I'm like, I need those days off. He's like, all right, well, if you can close five more deals before the end of the month, then yeah, you can have them off. So ask me how many deals I had in the pipeline at that time. How many deals? Zero. Zero. So, <laughs> so basically it was literally start from scratch impossible five, right? to close five. if you know anything about right. that business. Over Christmas. Right. So his answer was no. And I can oh tell goodness. that it was the boss from H-E Double Toothpicks because you actually did say to begin with, you did 14 years. You you stated it like you had done time. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. So, exactly. Well, I mean, that market is so combustible. Yeah. 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 You know, not when for it's the good, faint of heart. When it's good, it's fantastic. 
when it's bad, it's like you said, you know, you got to have a hard stomach. So nonetheless, um, yeah, I called out anyway. Uh, on the on the 28th, I went down to the cafeteria, bit into this turkey sandwich, some of the gristle, and cracked my tooth. For real? Uh, for or real. Not the lie that you told to get out this of work. Is, no, this is a true story. This is a true story. <laughs> you can open up to us now, Daniel. You're in a safe place. <laughs> it's an intervention. <laughs> Georgia State's a safe place, Daniel. This is a true story. So I was in pain, and I booked, I went and got it distracted, right? <laughs> and I had the note and everything else. He's still like, look, you got to come in. So I'm in there on my birthday, no less, right? This is the 29th. And um, I'm selling deals with cotton in my mouth. <laughs> this is, I swear, it's no lie. But anyway, so on the 29th, I, no, I'm sorry, the 30th rolls around. And I'm trying to, like, call. I I didn't go in. I still was like, F it. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I still was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going in right. there. I, I requested them off, whatever, whatever. So nobody's picking up their phone. I'm calling to check on these deals, right? I actually was, got two deals to possibly close. So the assistant manager was handling them. So I'm calling them, calling, calling. Nobody's picking up. The secretary's like, oh, hey, Daniel. Gave me the hey, Daniel voice. When I <laughs> right. I'm Tell like, me. oh, man. Troubles. Yeah. <laughs> trouble happening. She's like, uh, I, I can't transfer you to Anthony. He's uh, da, 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 da. I was like, I called the times. I emailed him. He's not. Uh, she's like, yeah, um, uh. You might want to come in. So I go in. My boss's desk was right there. As soon as you walk through the right. door, it's like right to the left. I look down. It's a box. And all my stuff is in this box. Wow. So I'm like. On your birthday. Day on my after birthday, birthday, man. And I'm like. Happy birthday. Yeah. So that was my story. I was like, man, forget this. I'm going back to coaching basketball. I, I, I applied to Georgia State. I got in that summer. Started with the kinesiology department and um yeah the rest is kind of history i changed my major within there right but it gave you the flexibility to do that it, oh yeah it made it uh possible yeah and it, and it made it possible to realize that there's other outlets and i could do stuff i wanted to do what i wanted to do in life right and this is what goes into leadership is designing your own life you can right. design your life eco drop and savannah and then, but you got to be brave too. Super brave. Because sometimes it seems like that just sticking with that job, even though it, it's terrible. It's security. And it, you think that it is security, but it isn't. It isn't. You know, it it's, it's literally costing you years out of your life just in terms of stress and health Man. and things like that. Man. Entrepreneurship is, is stressful too. Um, but, but the you thing have is, more you're control. stressing. Yeah, you're stressing for yourself. You're right. stressing for your lineage. You're stressing for legacy. Right. You're not stressing for somebody to tell you that you know, come in here with a broke tooth and you know, <laughs> drink drink a smoothie. Right. Why are you trying Tough to close deals? <laughs> tough it out. You know what I mean? So, I mean, entrepreneurship is tough, but it's it's rewarding at the mm -hmm. end of the day. Yeah. It's fulfilling. Oh yeah. And oh, then, yeah. so you guys feel like you're following your passion and following your kind of the path that you were meant to be. Oh on? yeah. Yes. Definitely with me. I, I went to that my mom's awesome. house. And I was cleaning out some of my old stuff, and I found writing awards that I didn't know I, I wrote. Forgot. I forgot about. I didn't know I was writing in the second and third grade. I forgot. All I remember is getting yelled at by teachers, <laughs> right. and them telling me sit down and stop <laughs> messing around in my seat. I don't remember no awards. I'm like, but so I know that for me creatively, this is the best. This is the best lane for me to be in. This is mm -hmm. the lane that I'll be able to excel and build wealth in. Is this lane right here? And then you're seeing that it is possible to make a living in the arts. Oh, it definitely is. Oh, yeah. It, but it's show business, oh, yeah. though. Oh, yeah. Right. Don't forget the business with a B. B. Yeah. That B. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. With, a, with a B. B for business show and budget. Budget and business. Exactly. They're, they're related. They're exactly. They're related. They're, they're correlated. But oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So now if somebody wants to learn more about uh, what you guys are up to, website, coordinates, social media. Naturalleadersmedia.com. Um, everything Natural Leaders Media. Except for Twitter, which is Natural Leaders M, as in media. All right, before we wrap, I want to talk sure. about what you were uh, sharing with us in the lobby. You do some interviews, kind of these smaller little pieces uh, that you yep, do yep. over the phone, or you do like kind of a quick pop-up setup, or how do you quick, do these? A quick pop-up setup. I started doing them at different network networking events. Mm -hmm. So if I was intrigued by somebody's story, I'd just say, hey, um, I'm starting a Creative Leaders interview series. And wanted to get you on. Um, so I would get like two minutes of footage. 
So my the whole mm-hmm. purpose of that is to ask them a leadership question, what they know, feel about leadership, what is leadership to them, what does leadership mean to you, et cetera, et cetera. So they give me a spill, and then I ask them to do a call to action on their business or whatever they want. And um, I create that content uh, and then edit that content and then uh, and then disperse it on my platforms, and they can disperse it on their platforms, and hopefully business comes out of it. You know, as we as we generate more and more, <laughs> Um, right, you know, because we're actually with the grant money, we're gonna we're hiring a marketing team to do digital marketing and everything else. So their videos will get caught up into that wave, um, and hopefully they can generate some business and reciprocate down the line at some point. Yeah, and so you'll be publishing these regularly and getting regularly, them out. Yes, yes, for, I'm for on number three. Should come out yeah. next week. Um, I'm not sorry, not next week. Tomorrow, uh, that'll be the third one. I've already shot. <clears throat> about 15 of them mm-hmm. so they just need to be edited at this point well you may have more than you need but i have a pitch for number 16 because i would love for you to interview okay. our ceo and it's being kind of selfish but i want to get the word out more well i want people to hear him talk about leadership i think everyone would benefit from that but sure. then selfishly i would like the marketplace to know what we're trying to do in terms of have more business radio X studios and more markets sure um so you may get a pitch from me to have our ceo yeah, exactly. <laughs> who's your who's your CEO? He's yeah, sitting across we'll the table from you. Hey, hey, hey. He's been asking you all the questions. <laughs> right, Does he right. have a budget? <laughs> budget. <laughs> budget. <laughs> so that may keep us from being number sixteen. But this no, is, no, 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 well, no. If you guys no. have a budget, we'll release this. Sounds fair. Sounds fair. No problem. <laughs> all right, but let's uh, before we wrap though, let's make sure that our listeners know where to go if they want to have a conversation with one of you guys or someone on your team about uh, about these important topics? What's the best way for them to reach out? Naturalleadersmedia.com. Um, you can reach me via phone, 770-837-7343. 770-837-7343 is a phone number to contact us. And, yeah, all social media handles, we're pretty responsive um, when it comes to engaging online uh, email info at naturalleadersmedia.com. Everything naturalleadersmedia.com. Daniel Fitz, CEO of naturalleadersmedia.com. And Lee, would you mind sharing what your leadership thoughts? My leadership thoughts, uh, it, uh, here's a quick one. Uh, don't read the news, be the news. <laughs> there you go. See, the guy's full of pearls, man. That's a, that's a quotable right there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It is. It is. It is. It is. And that other voice there—that's that's Ron Emil, and without him, the whole opera falls apart. So, right, right. Um, do we need Corton separate coordinates for you no, to no, get no, like a different um, quote? Or no? No, 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 no. It's all the same quote, all out of the same budget. <laughs> but you know, um, yeah, the Natural Leaders Media, everything. Um, I'm also at Dad's Garage too. So if you want to come mm-hmm. and see some of where uh, some of the quirkiness comes from, that comes runs through. Our company, you can come down there and see us. And, you know, me and Fitch, we're out here getting it. Fantastic. Well, gentlemen, thank you both for coming down and sharing your story. Keep us nice. posted. Keep up the good work. And, uh, man, what an exciting time for you guys. I'm just thrilled to death for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Hey, stay with us. We're going to visit with some other entrepreneurs here for a minute, okay? All right. All right next up, you. we have on the show Nicole Tool returning back to the Business Radio X microphone. Welcome back. She's a co-founder. We also have Ashir, um, our producer here at Business Radio X. While he met Ashir in the lobby, did not ask Ashir how to pronounce his last name. So he's going to let Ashir do that on his own. How do you say your name, Ashir? My name is Ishir Basauda. That's exactly how I was going to say it, man. But these two are co-founders of EcoDrop Technologies. Welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having us. So tell us about EcoDrop. How are you serving folks? Yeah, so EcoDrop um, Technologies is a re- re- recycling solutions company. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, right now our project that we're currently working on is a reverse vending machine and application that allows for students to be incentivized for recycling. So they'll be able to insert plastic bottles and aluminum cans into our machine and get points on our application, which can be used for products and services within their community. And then so then they can uh, use those points to buy stuff, right? Like gift card. Mm-hmm. It turns into gift cards or something like that, right? Like a meal at nonstop, or right. or videos at leaders. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Potentially, like different services. Mm-hmm. It could be natural leaders media. There you go. Right. 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 Working together. Here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. 
got to lean in there. Sure. So now, how did this idea come about? So, yeah, we were in the Digital Learners to Leadership program at right here at Georgia State, actually. And so the program randomly puts you in a group of with five other students. And I always say how, like, perfectly we all came together. So we met in that group, and the challenge was to create a technological solution to a societal problem. And so we all came realized that, you know, pollution is a growing issue, and recycling is the solution, but nobody does it. So we figured that if we could somehow incentivize people to recycle, then that would lead them to doing it more often. Now, has what, what stage are you at? Do you have a prototype? Do you, is anything happening in the wild, or it's still an idea at this point? So we are currently in the process of building a prototype. Um, we have developed like a basic. Uh, we are almost to the stage where we'll get our MVP out um, in spring next year. Um, we are also doing demonstration days here on campus where we're just introducing the concept to students where they bring physically bring in their plastic bottles and aluminum cans. So if, so they could bring in 20 bottles and 20 cans and you would say, oh, if you would have done this in our machine, you would have gotten a dollar. Yes, yes. So Credit so, or something. So a key differentiator for this is we are not giving out cash, intended, cash incentives, so like not a dollar. We have reward partners in place. So we have certain restaurants on campus who have partnered with us. We offer certain amounts of discount on their, so on their products, on their meals. It could be any other service provider. So the students, when they turn in their items, get points, and these automatically get transferred into rewards and material incentives. So and if I want my brand, I want my brand to be associated with this whole idea of sustainable mm -hmm. and green, then this is an important project for me to be affiliated with, I would think. Absolutely. So it helps you um, get more traffic through mm -hmm. through EcoDrop. Right. It also helps in um, associating your brand with a cause that is rapidly growing and mm -hmm. is massively being um, propelled forward by the youth, by students, which is our target market. And it's the service itself is exclusively for students at this point. But it, but if if student Susie sees that my taco stand is involved with this and she's choosing between my taco stand and somebody else's taco stand or my dress shop and somebody else's dress shop, she may be just a little more inclined if she's kind of, you know, of this mindset to do business with me. Yes, yes, for sure. Irrespective of whatever little discount. Now, the, yeah. disc, the points are kind of arbitrary. They're not associated with money, right? No, they're not. So it's not money. Have you thought about, and this I would think – this is. Are you going to give them an idea, give them an idea for free? For free? <laughs> Without a budget. I'm going to give them this for, for free. Ready? Yep. They put the thing in, they put the bottle in or whatever. And so instead of points, it's like a slot machine. So it's random. So it's like gamification. Yes. They so they can, might get a car. Get, like, <laughs> it's like a free thing. car. Yeah. Or it could be a point. Like That's mostly true. it'll be a point, but That's make true. it so it's like, it's like gambling. Yes. Uh, <laughs> That's so crazy that you say that because we've had that idea. Um, oh, sure. Right. No, uh, <laughs> uh, well, I just had the lawyer in here. Where's my IP guy? <laughs> so we, that's definitely a good idea. And we are definitely implementing gamification. Some gamification, mm -hmm. right. Yes, we are. So we'll have like a top recycler of the month mm -hmm. uh, kind of a thing where the top recycler gets a surprise reward at the end. Right, but that's like for the top one. If it was random and I could win just for doing it once, I might do it once. But if it seems like I'll never get it, something good, it, it right. may not be worth my time to keep trying. That's nice. true. Yeah. So that Good random, idea. you know, the mouse has to get the cheese. You're trying or, to get a patent on just the random aspect <laughs> of your <laughs> <idea>. random part. <laughs> yeah, we love that idea. Because if all of a sudden I did one thing and I win a free meal somewhere, uh -huh. I'm like, oh, I'll do it again. And right. then next time it'll be, oh, you only won a point. So then – sure. But I might try again because I could get a free meal. Mm -hmm. That's sure. True. All right. You guys can have that for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. So now, um, how did you get involved with this um, fund? So the Main Street Entrepreneurship Seed Fund is something that's uh, supported by the Marcus Foundation, the, right. founda the founders of Home Depot. And they brought this to the Entrepreneurship and Innovation Institute at Georgia State University. Mm -hmm. um, and I have been associated with Entrepreneurship and Innovation Institute um, for a previous startup that I tried to work on. 
And um, so we before you knew Nicole. Bef- that's before I knew. Yeah, Nicole. and see now you're getting traction because you know Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> you connect <I'm>... the dots. <laughs> <laughs> well, so somehow like mm-hmm. we were all aware of this program coming mm-hmm. here, and um, and we and we started out e- uh, with EcoDrop as something you know just like creating a social impact and not thinking about it as a business. This was something that was developed over time. So with the seed fund, um, we were looking to, you know, you know, uh, expand our prototyping efforts, um, get, uh, you know, more, get more, um, progressive on our application. Um, so the seed fund, uh, we did like presentation, a pitch, uh, and you got selected for like, we are classified as a seed stage company at this stage. Um, and the program is, is uh, something that's, been really helpful for us in terms of the mentorship they provide, um, the connections that we we're able and to the make. Money part and, and the money, the money part too. The money part didn't hurt either. Money with an M. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Now, um, who developed the logo? It's a nice looking logo. Oh. The logo has been actually developed by one of our mm-hmm. partners who is an app developer. His name is Corey Townsend. Mm-hmm. Um, he recently graduated from Georgia State. Uh, so are the whole team's Georgia State or you got some is ringers from other colleges? All from Georgia State. Yep. So Georgia State's been pretty incremental, uh, instrumental for your work. It's right. It's kind of where this all (laughs) happened. Wouldn't have happened, right? Georgia State. So definitely, Um, because if we didn't have digital learners leaders, we wouldn't have been brought together as a team. Did you know each other before that? No. So you were complete strangers. Complete strangers. (laughs) Get out of here. It was. Yeah, we were complete strangers, and in fact, like I'm a complete stranger to everything. Like I moved from India like two and a half years ago to this country and being in a new city, being in, in a new environment and then suddenly being hit like by this a wave of information right. from every and learning about all these resources has been like, you know, right. really, really So now, great. okay, now walk, take me back to two and a half years ago. You're in India. Yes, sir. And you're going, I'm going to come to America. Mm-hmm. At some point you had the desire to come to America. Yes. Right. And then that was hard to get to America. Right or challenging? It was. It was. Right? It was. Yeah, it took quite like 15 years. <laughs> 15 years about. So you had to kind of stick with it. Yes. And then, so you make it here. And then your dream of dreams, did you think that things could happen this rapidly? Like, did what was your kind of vision of what it would be like in America? And how is it different than what it has been like? Well, so my mindset or my thinking, which at this stage is completely different from what I had. Right, I just want to know what you, in India, here's this kid in India that's dreaming of coming to America and you had a vision of what America is and what could happen to you or what opportunities were there. So what was that person? What would you feel at that point? I'm trying to get a story here for you guys. Storytelling is important. <laughs> well, at this point, he doesn't even know about grits. Right. They don't even have I mean, grits over there. Right. <laughs> there was probably like, like no work. waffle houses there. Yeah, waffles. They have waffles, <laughs> not waffle house. Not waffle You don't know, house. houses of waffles. Yeah, well, different types of waffles. <laughs> so, Much so, better in some cases. I'm sure. So tell me about you and India you. What, were, what was your vision and dream and what you thought was possible? Um, the India me was a bit naive. Mm-hmm. I would admit that. Unaware of possibilities. Um, just just a lack of information at that age. Um, some some cases, the lack of maturity. Um, and it was like, uh, of course, I had dreams and stuff, but then the practicality of things was something that I did not, not gauge at that point. Right. Um, coming here and being a part as a student at Georgia State, um, taking a ton of different classes, um, being involved in other activities, and of course my experiences professionally in terms of how the jobs I got, the internships that I did, um, I got to meet a lot of people, and and the way that I could blend in into the culture was really important, um, which made me just realize how to communicate with people on a daily basis, how to make it seem normal and not seem like someone who is just unaware of things. What about the uh, coming to Atlanta and the and the environment, the diversity here? Did you expect this level of diversity here? I had small like I had a small idea in mind, but the level of diversity here at Georgia State, it's like you have people from every country in the right. world in your class. 
you got these different accents, you got different colors, right. you got different opinions. So that's been massive. Was that witness? Was it more than you thought, or you thought that's what you expected? It's a lot more than I thought, um, and not just Georgia State. Like I visited as part of EcoDrop, we did you know campus service, so we mm-hmm. did visited every major university in and around like in Georgia. So right. you could see the level of diversity in all these universities, but. To be honest, I haven't seen the level of diversity I see at Georgia State. Right, Georgia State's unique, I it's think, huge. In, for it's sure, huge, yeah. Georgia. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then, so, um, how do you feel about where you're at now? Feel good? I feel really good because this, the entrepreneurship journey has been like a personal discovery process. But in addition to that, my corporate experiences, even as an intern, has just made me um, more like, taught me a lot of like how to work and just get things done and how to communicate within uh, effectively and working, you know, as a team to solve problems. Mm-hmm. So that's been a really good experience. And then are you involved in the entrepreneurship and then uh, innovation Institute? Are you part of like getting entrepreneurship as part of your degree, a major minor? So I'm majoring in finance and computer information systems mm-hmm. um, with ENI, though I have a really great relationship with like, in terms of mentorship, um, they've so always been there you're for support. A- able to access some of the resources that they have. Every resource, yeah. You don't have to be an ENI major or a minor to access those resources. You just need to come with an idea. That's all they ask for. Now, are you getting a- external funding, or is this self-funded, or you have these grants and you've had uh, you won you got some money from this fund? So we've got a $5,000 grant from Main Street Entrepreneurship Seed Fund. Right. We are in the process of applying for other grants. Um, and we have tremendous support on all levels from Georgia State with that. Um, that said, uh, we won't be raising any venture capital at this point. Uh, once we get, you know, reasonable amount of customers, sales numbers to like show venture capitalists to, you know, that this is a business that can expand, that can right. rapidly grow. Will, that um, at that point, expand. yeah. So first, you're kind of building your own customer base, so you have more leverage when it comes to getting funding yes. later. Yes. And then you're going to need some sort of video product, you know, to do that. It's common knowledge, right? <laughs> yep, yep, that's true. So now, um, what's next? What are some of the challenges you have, and what are some of the things you need? So um, the response from users, which are again students, exclusively students, has been really great um, and it's been motivating for the whole team to witness that um, but in terms of and we've had great support from faculty and or uh, like departments like ENI but the difficulty that we're facing that EcoDrop has both hardware and software components mm-hmm. so now the hardware part is now we are building these recycling machines right we want to remove contamination material contamination right. at source mm-hmm. And right now we are only accepting, for that reason, just plastic bottles and aluminum cans. Right. We want to remove this contamination of materials at source. Now with the, I don't know if you guys have heard, but with the recent China ban on accepting. Right, um, recyclables, right. Yeah. Um, a lot of containers are getting stuck at ports and eventually they are just dumped into landfills. Um, yeah, that's not in the recycling brochure. They're not telling <laughs> everybody that. They're not, they're not telling that and it's like very hushed. You could say that, but um, that's it. So landfill diver- diversion rate is increasing. A lot right. More. So people think they're recycling, but really it's just getting dumped in the it's landfill. Exactly. So people are really unaware of where their product is, where their items are going. Um, and with the authorities that handle these waste, now they they send it for further proce- processing to recycling centers, right? And these recycling centers, if the batch is contaminated, charge processing fee to the whole to batch. To decontaminate it. Exactly. Right. So we are trying to just eliminate that contamination at source um, and just sort out, you know, materials which would otherwise need to so be sorted. So you want your kind of the place that I'm putting the bottle or can, you want it to clean it so it's good at the end of the day, or, right? Yes. Yeah, so the thing is that right now people are unaware and just throw any kind right. of plastic. half-filled, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So... Now, the technicality is that you have to only, only, uh, from, uh, plastics from type one to type five, uh, which is, that can be recycled. Any other plastics are completely useless. There should be no, like, any 
no oils or grease or anything right. like that. So we will make sure that you only accept those items. Uh, that's one thing. And we also like keep the process. Um, we streamline the process in terms of like separating out those materials because a lot of the times like people just throw in everything in one uh, bin right. and like these plastics are then just, they're all, you know, sent to landfills and um, if you can separate it out and the process is manual. So you will have people sorting out things and you'll have to, it's a huge cost. So we are trying to just do it, everything at source. Right. So that all takes place in the, in the machine. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And if somebody wanted to learn more, get a hold of you. Yes. They can go to our website at ecodroptech.com and they can follow us on Instagram at ecodrop.tech. Yes. That's correct. Um, yeah, the Instagram is where you'll find like a lot of updates. Updates. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you both for sharing your story. This is, uh, thank I love you. the direction this entire conversation has gone. I, I feel 10 years younger every time we come down here and have these conversations. There's so many bright, passionate people here in the Georgia, uh, State University ecosystem. And I just, I get fired up every time we talk to these people, don't you? Yeah, it's really uh, inspirational for what they're doing and role modeling for the other students here to show that they're, the path doesn't always have to be get a job, go to school, get a degree, get a job, but it can be, you know, create your own path, find your own way, um, you know, choose yourself. I like that. Choose, here's another quotable. You write that down. <laughs> Choose write yourself. All, all right. So the young lady that's going to bring it all home for us uh, in this final episode today, she too is no stranger to the Business Radio X microphone. Please join me in welcoming back to the studio owner and founder with Angel Assistance, Miss Savannah Samples. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are y'all? We are doing great. It is so good to see you and hear from you again. Get Thank us caught you. up, man. Thank What's going you. on? Um, so um, Main we just got awarded the Main Street um, Entrepreneurship Seed Fund. I think that's how we say it. That's all the words. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's the right order, but yeah. those are the right words. So um, we recently, I recently just bumped up one of my angels to a, a manager. So she's been doing our scheduling and um, helping me out more with uh, kind of behind the scenes uh, running the show. Um, so recap for our listeners that aren't familiar, uh, what's Angel Assistance doing? So we are a family assistance service that um, assigns an angel to your life for anything domestically pretty much except um, landscaping and deep cleaning so child care laundry dishes dog walking housekeeping all that stuff so it's kind of a like a what a virtual assistant for my life or a helper yes for your mm -hmm. life <laughs> and then so then it could be anything like tasks of pick up the dry cleaning or you know walk my dog i gotta i'm going away yes exactly so now how did you come up with this idea? Um, so recap from last um, episode. So we, um, I started nannying in college at Georgia State, and I also became a personal assistant. So I was doing two families at the same time, um, and then that grew to 12 families. 12 families. Yes, by myself. <laughs> in like a, every week you would see 12 families? Yes. And What's um, the most number of families in one day? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, one day, like probably the most, probably like five or six. Five or six. Fam so you're, how can you even keep track? <laughs> she couldn't. She had to build a kids is that? <laughs> How many kids? Like yeah. 25 kids? How many kids is uh, that? Probably around that. Um, some of our families did not have kids. Some of our quote unquote families were singles with dogs and animals. So. Wow, that yeah. must have been a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it was a ride. Um, so one of our moms actually owns some businesses of her own, and she's actually also in the Main Street Fund, um, which is, it was crazy. I walked in, I saw her, and I was like, what? Um, but she's one of the ones that got me started on my entrepreneurship journey. She kind of put that nugget in my head, like, you should really start a business with this, um, since I was growing so rapidly through word of mouth. And I only have so much time on right, my own two hands. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then you got other people to help. You got some angels for yourself. Is it Did it grow out of that? Yes. So I eventually had my own angel because um, I wasn't doing my own laundry and dishes. <laughs> so you got to hire somebody else. <laughs> yeah. And organizing my stuff. Um, so I actually hired my own, which was great because I could come home and be like, oh, I don't have to do my dishes <laughs> or laundry. 
<laughs> and that's the, that's the value, right? Yes. You're giving people time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Christine gave me all the time when I got home. She was great. And then, so, uh, is she still with you? Yeah, she is. Okay. I actually moved in with one of our angel families recently, so I don't need that anymore. Oh, wow. There you go. That yeah. problem solved. Save some cash <laughs> so for now, that budget. How do you kind of incent the uh, angels? Um, as far as pay? Right. Like, so are they just doing it for the money? Because they got to kind of have a heart for this, too. Like, they can't just be doing it for the money, right? Yeah. So part of my actual, um, part of the... Uh, grant I want to put towards our angels and kind of having towards our angels and our families. So part of it, I want to give my families um, kind of like a benefit package to instead of getting like a nanny on the side or um, going their own independent way of finding help, give them packages to partner with uh, places around Atlanta, like the zoo or the aquarium, places like that, or even local restaurants and stuff to where when they become a family, they automatically have all of those memberships under a package as an angel family. And I want to do the same thing with our angels going beyond paying them, giving them like, say like they get three spa treatments a year or something like that to where they feel appreciated and loved too. Wow. So you're just trying to create a real community around the service. Definitely community based for sure. And then, um, so far the results have been pretty good. Yeah. I love all of our families and my angels. <laughs> now, is it, what's harder to find, families or angels? Angels, thousand percent. A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Why? Like people don't want to do this, or? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's work. It's physically hard. It's mentally hard. It's like drain. It's just draining. But at the same time, the opposite side of the corn is just as rewarding because you have people like buying you birthday gifts and remembering your birthday mm-hmm. and giving you off on your birthday and um, off on all major holidays because they obviously are spending time with their families. So um, there's different perks like that to make it just as rewarding as it is physically draining. So how do you find the angels? Um, it depends. We usually do um, applications on it's a weeks of process for hiring angels but we usually start online with applications um either through like a career services at georgia state or um places like indeed places like that um where they can apply or through our website and then um we filter all of those which is usually dozens if not over 100 and then we move on to phone interviews and then in-person interviews and then training and then they're officially hired Wow. So they have to go through a lot to be hired because you got to be very choosy because these people are going into other people's houses, right? Yes. And that's another part of the grant I want to look towards is like getting that process down. And then how are you going to do that with some of the advisors and use the resources that the grant helped you work with? Yes. So I want to eventually um, have more of like a training boot camp. So we're not doing everything on our own on site. Um, That's another thing too. Our families are gracious enough to let us train in house. So they let our potential angels come in home and train with our uh, current angels, um, which is amazing. Like how to do dishes on site. uh, Mm -hmm. You, yeah, you'd be amazed how people load dishwashers (laughs) and do laundry. Um, So you have the angel way of loading a dishwasher. Oh yeah. We have an angel way of doing folding, organizing, everything. Folding. Yeah. How to fold sheets, package sheets. (laughs) Everything. Well, see, I find that very attractive because I want to work with an organization that has a methodology, that has some structure, some rigor, some discipline to it. Now, the platform, is there a platform? Do I pick up the phone and just talk this through with you, or is there a platform for me to try to find the right angel for the right set of tasks, or how do I do that? Yeah, so we have our online application, which is pretty thorough, um, and we have families apply, like, what type of angel would you like? What's the schedule you desire? Um they can put like non-smoker, college student, all that kind of stuff. And then I speak with them on the phone. So I get like a personality match as well. So it's like, this seems like a very perky, active family. I need to find someone that's active and can go out with the kids and run and play and all that stuff. We also have very quiet, quaint families that like to stay in home and read and make sure everything's organized and tidy, not too messy. Um, so I really have to, which is the difficulty with hiring angels is that we always need angels, but we also need all different kinds of personalities at the same time while keeping that uniform, knowing how to do what we do, how we do it. Right. Like the quality has to be there no matter what their personality is. Yeah. So it's literally like making spaghetti, which sounds crazy, but all these things (laughs) intertwine, all these noodles intertwine and go together and you have to add the sauce and all that stuff to make a beautiful plate. All right. But if we miss the mark and we might, you and I talk, you send out an angel and it's not they're a bad person. It's not that I'm a bad person, but it didn't just didn't quite click. Then can I swing back around and say, Hey, you know what? Susie may not be the right fit. Can we try again? 
I don't have to have that uncomfortable conversation with Susie. I can have that conversation with you, right? And exactly. And you'll help me find Barbara or Bill. Exactly. And that probably will be a good fit. Yeah, because it's part of being a nanny, which kind of sucks sometimes, is that you don't feel like you can speak up for yourself. And a part of being a family with a nanny is you don't feel like you want to hurt their feelings because so, they're helping you. Um, so we're kind of that middleman to where they're both both sides are comfortable to come to us and be like, which I highly like I recommend it and I tell every single family they have like a note to self sheet when they first sign up as a family. Like if you, if something's going wrong, I need to know then because seven trips later, you're going to be frustrated and want to fire your angel. And I could have fixed it on the first trip. And same thing with angels. If they're not happy with the family, I need to know right then for something we can twerk or do or tweak, not twerk. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> That's a different kind of angel. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, something we could tweak or do so that our angels also enjoys her job as well. And then, um, so how many angels do you have out there right now? Five currently. Five? Yes. So then you're, you are growing. Yeah, a little. A little? Still <laughs> little counts. Little by little. And then um, how many families about? Um, we probably have about 25 recurring families. Wow. Um, yeah. And then from an expectation standpoint, um, how many hours does a family typically contract? Um, usually without childcare, it's about, uh, I want to say 48, four to eight hours per week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's usually averages about 35 hours per month. That's our most uh, popular package of hours. Um, but families with childcare go up towards like 60. Right. Um, because then it's like after school or during the day exactly. that adds up quick. Yep. And then, um, Who's the profile of the perfect angel? Is it a college student or is it somebody else? Yeah. Um, we're trying to find that like sweet spot. Cause right now, um, it seems to be after college, but before their career is like our sweet spot to where they don't really know exactly what they want to do yet, but they also have their credentials and the responsibility right, so of having need, a degree. They need, um, some money and flexibility more than like a steady job. At yes, this point. exactly. And college students work as well. Um, if they know their schedule and they're willing to work around work um, as well as like managing their school and they can balance that well, that's also great. great and match. then the family is that uh, it could be somebody with a bunch of kids. It could be a single person. Like, Oh yeah. Who, what's we the have, profile of a family? Um, we have business owners with no kids. We have uh, couples that are married with animals. We have couples that are married with no animals. Um, I think our biggest family has four kids. Um, and animals. So (laughs) you'll take everybody. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So now if somebody wanted to learn more about angel assistance, is there a website? Yes. So we are angelassistance.org and that's C E not T S. Um, we also have our Instagram is angel assistance, ATL. Um, and our, uh, emails contact at angelassistance.org. And then you've been pretty happy with the way GSU has been treating you. Oh Yeah. Like this whole E&I um, program in college is really life-changing for a lot of kids, especially kids that wouldn't have the chance um, on other universities because you'd see like you can just walk into E&I and see the difference. Good stuff. Well, yeah. thank you so much for sharing your story and uh, congratulations on the success. No problem. Thank you. All right. Well, Stone, that's a wrap here at GSU E&I Radio. We will see you all next time.